What is up, everyone? It is your boys, the Black Axis and Chaggy. And we are peace of mind. Welcome back to another episode. And I think this mic might be a little bit loud, bro. Yeah, it's a little bit, it's a little bit loud. Let me, let me turn that down a little bit. Yeah, turn it down just a little bit. We going, we, we going, we going to rock it out. We going to rock it. <laughs> Today, we are going to be talking about the top, what, let's say, let's say top, let's say top five, top five most influential rappers yep. of the last 10 decades. And the reason why we're even bringing this up is says someone. Was it Kid Cudi himself that said that? Or no, it was, it was Ebro that said oh, that. Ebro. Ebro. Oh, my Ebro. God. Ebro always be starting some stuff. <laughs> Ebro, yeah, Ebro always be always something, bro. So Ebro, for those who don't know, has a radio show out in New York. What is it, Hot 97, right? Yeah, Hot 97. Hot 97. And he said that Kid Cudi is one of the most, if, or is it one of the most or the most? I'm pretty sure it was just the most, the I most he, influential I think he rapper. Said it, he was the most influential rapper. The most rapper influential past rapper in the past 10 years, a whole decade. No, I got some problems with that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> look, look, let me not let me not disrespect Kid Cudi at all. Let me not say that uh, he, he he didn't have some fire when he first came out. He still don't got some fire. Let me not say that he wasn't also I would say one of the first rappers that took on mental health in this generation. Because mm-hmm. um, let's not pretend like some of these other rappers back in the day didn't. But as far as this generation, I will say Kid Cudi did kind of kickstart that off. Mm-hmm. But when you come down, when it comes down to style, when it comes down to his own lyricism. You can't be the most influential if you were inspired from someone of that same generation. So are you saying Kanye would then be the most influential rapper because he inspired Kid Cudi? I am. Mm. You knew I was going with that. Yeah, I had a feeling you go. I had a feeling you go. Now, now I will say that when we when we look at Kanye's in his in, uh, for this past decade, you know that's everything from 808 to heartbreaks basically until now. Mm-hmm. You tell me one Kid Cudi album that's better than 808 to Heartbreaks and My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. I don't think you can. I think, was it, what's the one with Man on the Moon? What's it called? Uh, I'm blanking on it right now. But you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Here's my issue with that, bro. I can name uh, Kid Cudi songs. I can't name Kid Cudi albums. I, he, I feel like it's because he names it like some strange thing. No, My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy, not strange, bro. Yeah, it is strange, but yeah, I guess I guess they could, you can bring that up to Kanye being such a part of pop culture, it's part of the mainstream, then way that Kid Cudi has not been. No, that's making that's make that argument. Let's go down that road. Mm-hmm. Kid Cudi was pretty mainstream when we were like middle school, high school. He was. He was. Everybody knew him. Everybody ringtone day and night. Oh, the lonely star, the six to three is mine. Everybody had that, that ringtone, boy. <laughs> So let's not pretend like he wasn't mainstream either. Mm. But so I still just can't remember his album. Like this is I'm not gonna say they're forgettable to me. But it's just a testament to how he can't really be that influential. Mm-hmm. I I feel like like for, for my influential rapper, I would I would choose Lil Wayne. But the, I agree with that too. Go ahead. But the hard part with Lil Wayne is if we're talking about a decade, so that's two thousand nine is when we start. That's when Lil Wayne was falling off, honestly. That's, that was when his peak was coming down. Like, Lil Wayne, like, peaked, I think, in 2008. And then he was coming down in 2009, 2010. But at the same time, you look at all these rappers with Little in front of their name. That's Lil Wayne's influence. Rappers with tattoos on their face. Like, he talks about this in Dedicate. Like, he, he influenced an entire generation of rappers. I mean, exactly. And you could say that that was his downfall. Um, which, I mean, I, I agree that was, that was the downfall of the classic Wayne. Mm-hmm. But then it was also the birth of that new Wayne type that we got now. And... 
I'm not gonna say, say that his bars are always great anyway, cause that's mm-hmm. a uh, stuck a phone in a jail, call that cell phone, like that's trash. But I still got the vision like a line between two dots. That's a bar, bro. <laughs> that's a bar. <laughs> and so look, 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 look. I say all this to say right now is that Lil Wayne in 2009 and you know beyond, that he kind of started his own new his own new style. Mm-hmm. And from that new style is what birthed, you know, Lil Skies, you know, Pump, um, even even little people a little bit. Mm-hmm. So I, I definitely do agree with when, when you say that Wayne is probably one of the other most influential beings out there. I, in my in my my five, right? Mm-hmm. What I got, I put Ye at the top. Put Ye at the top. Put Ye at the top. Fight. You can fight me with debate on that in a second, right? All right. After that, I'm putting Wayne. Mm-hmm. Then I'm putting Drake. Yeah, I, I agree with Drake. All right. Then right, and you 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 can you can debate this a little bit, right? Mm-hmm. But I also gotta put Jay, not just for the rapping itself, but for the business commercial, because that's nowadays a lot of these young rappers, even um who was it? the Blue Face was on Breakfast Club said, oh I'm trying to use this to make a business. That's like some Jay. That's there, some Jay. That's but some. There, not, but there are some problematic some, things that Blueface was saying. He okay. doesn't. He doesn't even know who he, who he signed to. He signed to four different. Yeah. Uh, I, I, but that's my example. My example is that he made it cool for people to be on his business wave now. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying he's the first person to do that. Not, of course not. Yeah, P Diddy yeah, exactly. before him. Puff. I mean, easily. 50. E, again, easily. Mm-hmm. But he was the one that made it cool. That's he made true. it real cool to do that, right? Mm-hmm. And then after Jay, man. It, it, I, it pains me to put this here just because of our last car, one of our last conversations. But Soldier, bro. I think Soldier's up Soldier. There. Yeah. Again, he helped the style rappers, bro. He, he, Soldier, man. Soldier. Soldier put the blueprint on how to become viral. That's what Soldier did. Exactly. So he got to be up there. He has to be because he gave all these SoundCloud rappers basically a platform. And just to get back to Blueface for, for a little bit, he's also following Lil Wayne's footsteps because he signed to Cash Money. And it looks like he's a part of, he has some type of shady deal. <laughs> uh, uh, an allegedly yeah. shady deal that he has with Birdman. We know Birdman's up to, up to something with these young rappers. Yeah, I mean, you can't, can't really argue that one, bro. And, like, Cash Money's such an interesting label. Like, they got Limp Biscuit signed to, the, to their label. Like, I don't know what they're doing in, 2000, in 2019. You know what? It doesn't really matter when you have, when you have people like Drake. When you have, I mean, is Wayne still part of it? Is Wayne's Drake still even part still part of Wayne? Yeah, he's still, he's still part of Wayne. I thought he was just OVO exclusively. No, no, OVO is a part of it though. You oh, know how to love, you know the layers yeah. of all this. <laughs> but OVO is a part of it, but that's so it's still his kind of label. But that's still a sect of YMCMB, which is still a sect of Cash Money. Mm-hmm. It's like when people, um, what's the, what's the most recent example I can think of of myself right now was like um, Dreamville. Because mm-hmm. Dreamville isn't so it's, it's on. I'm trying to think. See the Atlantic. Interscope, maybe. That's not Interscope. It's definitely not Def Interscope. Jam. Yeah, no, but, I don't think but you know, Def but you saying it's it's it's, it's part of a, a bigger business. Yeah. Which is part of another bigger business, you mm-hmm. know? Because I, I, whoever owns whatever Warner does, because it's Warner. Oh, Time Warner. It's Warner's. I remember that. Mm-hmm. But anyway, moving moving you know past that beyond that, right? Mm-hmm. What are your five? I feel like we we have similar top fives. Probably just like switch the orders okay. of, of the influence. Like I go, I'll probably go Wayne at one. Expect it. Uh, I, it's a toss up now between Kanye and Drake at two. 
Like it's it's, it's a toss up, but I, I think I have to go with Kanye. Now I'm going with Drake. I gotta go with Drake. I, I can respect. I can respect that only because Drake's been just killing it this yeah, past decade. Yeah, he, he's been killing it the so. past decade, and I think a lot of a lot of rappers are trying to follow his blueprint. Uh, so I gotta go yay at three, four yeah Jay. So yeah, I, I probably have Jay Z at four and then Soldier at five too. Respectable man, respectable. But in nowhere in that list was the homie Kid Cudi. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. He's not. I I don't know why he brought up Kid Cudi as I guess. I guess what he said with, with mental health and that he he was very open about it. But I mean, other rappers have been open about speaking up mental health, too. But let's not forget that, you know, Biggie literally named his album Ready to Die. <laughs> it was talking about his own tendencies with, you know, with his own mental health. Let's not forget about that. Let's not forget about Ghetto Boys. It was in 1993. Mind playing tricks on me, man. Tricks on me. Come on now. Come on now. That's what an all-time goat, bro. We can't forget history. Like, I feel like that's something that happens a lot in hip-hop is that we, we forget what's not in front right in front of us like we we just we just miss it say we it again for the people in the back bro <laughs> we, think, we think something's revolutionary it's never been done before but somebody was doing this 20 years ago like that person might be doing it better now but they're not the first person to do it and i think a lot of times people like conflate those two things and this actually leads me to a, a different to, uh, a great topic on the whole right mm-hmm. so musicians are artists and artists they tend to take what's already been done add their own spin to it make it their own mm-hmm. and that's just the art process you know whether you believe in you know Christian faith or not uh, you know there's a saying in the, in the Bible there's nothing new under the sun mm-hmm. <laughs> that you know everything it's already been done it's already been made you wanna we can apply that to artistry where look think about it you know we have all oh, the per- people that invented the airplane what was it the right most Technically, the flying machine was already an idea by Leonardo da Vinci. Mm-hmm. You know, you're not, you're, we're, we're just expanding upon these ideas, making it work. And to tie this back to music, to relate this back to music, artists now, when they go back and they expand on these ideas to try to make it work, very rarely will you see them give credit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I agree with that. And I feel like that's. Like that's the beautiful thing about music. Like people can always expand and sample on new things. Like some some people have a problem with sampling, and they, they think it's unoriginal. But I feel like if you make it into your own, like like more power to you with that. Exactly. But when you when you hear a sample and it's just fire, and then you know, uh, and you you can appreciate it. You can like, oh, he he was killing on this beat. But they don't get credit to the original. You know. Um, you know, artist or creator, mm-hmm. or not, not a shout out, not nothing. Then you you messed up the game. Because mm-hmm. if you if you can't respect the art that comes before you, and you just passing off as your own, then you're going to have that you know on the next level. Mm-hmm. Or for the for the next generation, who's going to say, oh, I mean, I ain't do that, I ain't gonna do that. that. So now you're going you're basically breeding a generation of what's basically ignorance to everything that came before. And that's how we get into situations mm-hmm. where you could say Kid Cudi is the most influential rapper <laughs> of the past I, 10 years. I, it all comes, no, it all circles back. Mm-hmm. Like, it, you might you might want to hear say that that was a stretch and that's a relief and a bow, but it really isn't because everything circles back. There's always a reason for everything we did. And we just sat here and say that we don't respect our house for that. And there's a reason for it. Because we never, look, when you heard of Nas... Who was it? Nah, it wasn't Nas. Nah, nah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Scratch that. But when you heard Diddy, right, remixing everything, that, oh, 
I'm coming. You heard him remix yeah. that. You heard him. Juicy fruit. Bro, I didn't, we didn't. As a young age, when you heard this, like, oh, yo, that's, um. That's Diddy. Yo, that, that, that's Diddy, yo. That's yeah. Diddy drunk. You didn't know, you know, that you had, um, you know, uh, Motafu, I don't have to pronounce that dude's name, but the dude actually really made Juicy Fruit. Mm-hmm. Uh, that you had the Jackson Five that was on. I mean, Jackson Five, you kind of knew that was pretty, pretty popular. Yeah. But you get my point. That, but, that wasn't a really a lot of credit, you know, given to that. But to a new generation that just hears P Diddy song, like exactly. that's his song. That, like, exactly. When I used to work, when I used to work down in Sydney, when I was a waiter, a, a, a full runner bus a raider, right? Mm-hmm. I remember going to the kitchen. And they was listening to uh, the original Juicy Fruit, man. Mm-hmm. Juicy Fruit. And in my mind, I'm like, yo, when did he go come on? <laughs> yo, them old heads looked at me like I was crazy, but I didn't know no better. Mm-hmm. I I never was told that this, this they never paid homage. Mm-hmm. This is, it, like I said, it breeds that ignorance, bro. And do you, do you think that you need, or I, well, from this conversation, I'll guess the answer is yes, but do you think <laughs> that that uh, rappers do need to pay homage to the people in front of them. I mean, the people that came before them. Or do you think that they can just do their own thing and don't have to worry about what people in the past did? I mean, I feel like that's kind of two different questions almost. Um, like, like if you are actively using, you know, not, not even just, I wouldn't even say actively using someone's beat, but if you was inspired by someone, then yeah, I feel like you should pay homage to them. But if you truly... No one's pressure. You just come into it and you got your own thing. You you break that uh, nothing nothing is new under the sun rule. Then why would you have to? Mm-hmm. I mean, you, you did you're paving your own way, which is that's great. That's that's fine. Go for it. But if you do have some kind of inspiration of some sort, you know whether it is that you're using their beat or whether you know you you, would, you took their flow and then you made it your own or you know this that and the third. Yeah, you should pay a little bit of homage, man. Let mm-hmm. them know. Oh, this is so inspiring me. It's always good to say you have role models. Mm-hmm. Like, make make that a commonplace in our community, bro. Like, yo, he's my role model. Come on. I I think there's I'm bringing this back to Big Crit again, but there's a, there's a line of Big Crit song, "Free My Soul," where he says, it's "Like, yeah, I paved the you paved the way by rolled the road further than you rolled before, and so you blocked the road some more." So I think I think still like that that's a that's the other side of when a, a new rapper is trying to trying to come up. And then there's old rappers trying to push them down, not trying to help them, not trying to boost them. I think that's also a problem. There, there is. And, you know, this another reason why I consider Soulja Boy in, in the top five. Because when he... <laughs> yo, I'm going, we're going back to it. He is so yeah, bro. He <laughs> is the Jesus of all hip <laughs> He took everything. From the older generation of rappers, he took the he took the criticism from Snoop Dogg, from Ice Cube, from Jay, from Mana. He took these criticisms. I don't actually think Jay says enough. I think he actually compliments him on his business, on his uh, you know the idea how he marketed himself. Mm-hmm. But I do know Snoop Dogg and Ice Cube definitely was uh, talking about him. <laughs> mm-hmm. But he took those criticisms and he, he endured it, so that you know the next generation. You got Snoop Dogg and Blueface, they chilling like yeah. <laughs> And, you know, a couple years ago, that, that wouldn't happen. So, Soldier Boy sets, uh, what, what's the word I'm looking for? Soldier Boy ushered in that movement for it to happen. Mm-hmm. So, really, in order to get back to your question, sometimes it, it, it kind of has to happen like that. Yeah, you, you know, they, they're going to, they, they might block away if it, if it gets too, too different, too out there, too, what they're not used to. But it does take somebody, you know, to go out and, and clear it out. Yeah. And even Soldier Boy still paid homage when he did mm-hmm. that, though. 
he still even said, yo, they, they was the OGs, and, and it hurt that, that they was my OGs, and it hurt that they, uh, you know, wasn't wasn't with me. Mm-hmm. But he still paid homage to them. Mm-hmm. He still said that he respected them, that he was still inspired by them. Mm-hmm. And I think uh, what you said, too, about it takes some time to adjust. There is an adjustment period when a new sound comes out. Because, like, your first inclination when you first hear, like, a new sound or a new flow is to be like, this is trash. You're right. <laughs> like, when I first heard Young Thug, I thought it was terrible. But now it's slime season all day. Yeah, slime season <laughs> hard, bro. I can't even front. Slime season. I don't even like the Young Thug like that, but slime season <laughs> hard, bro. <laughs> even the album artwork was hard. That's why I listened to it, because the album, I was like, yo, is that Oedipus? Yeah. Oh, stop. <laughs> he called you. <laughs> Like even even Blueface, like the first time you hear Blueface, hey, you're like, bro. "This is weird. I don't I don't know if and I like this." Then you like the bust out the yard. <laughs> then you bust out. You get yeah, into you it, get bro. Into it. I mean, my biggest example though definitely is uh, is X uh, X X Tatiana, bro. When I first heard that, bro, I heard uh, uh I, I spoke to the devil of Miami first. Like that long that long name, mm-hmm. and then second, listen to those lyrics. I'm like, yo, well, this dude is on some other ish right now. Like he is. <laughs> He throws some Satan the money. <laughs> yo, but then I started to more like, yo, this is kind of hype, though. <laughs> this is kind of hype. <laughs> it was like, y'all, me, bro. I was like, all right, I feel it. <laughs> so you do have to you do have to hear it a couple times, and there is that period until you get used to it, and it's like, oh, this might be the new wave. Now, don't get me wrong, that's still something you don't got to agree with. Like, mm-hmm. I still think that I spoke to Doe's song. I, I still don't like that, y'all. That, that's, that, he doing too much. Mm-hmm. I think Satan will look at me. He doing too much will look at me. Yeah. But like some of his other songs though, bro, like, yo, it's kinda hard. <laughs> and I think that's that's what like you have to take into take into account when you're something new. Like you 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 can not like something. Well, I mean, give it a chance at first. Like, don't just write it off because it's in the same genre as something else. Like mm. like you like you see on the internet, like all day long, like you see like co fans against like X fans and like in like conscious quote unquote conscious hip hop versus just hype music, like you see those debates all all day long, and I think a lot of people can enjoy both. Like it depends exactly. on the mood. You need to have a little, little, little. Me personally, I like to have my conscious lyrics with a little bit of ratchetness. I'm gonna say that, and not the word I wanted to use. Uh-huh. <laughs> I wanted to use. <laughs> it's a little bit of ratchetness. All right. Mm-hmm. I, you you kind of need you need the balance. You need it's, it's the yin and yang, bro. You can't have one without the other. It, it just needs to be there. Like when you're at the gym, you're not you're not you're not gonna want to listen to J Cole talking about folding laundry. Exactly. Like, <laughs> like that's that's not gonna get you hype. Hey, but you know what's gonna get me hype though, bro? When I hear my boy uh uh six now like let me get it started <laughs> like i'm gonna get hyped to that like yeah let's go let's get it started bro you'll be batching 350 throwing it up for reps <laughs> like yo i remember back yo back in uh what was the high school when i, when I was on the football team we used to go to the gym yeah bro, i need to go to the gym again but <laughs> like we used to go to the gym heavy bro you know what we had on our playlist chief keith every single song was on that playlist mm-hmm. bro. because that would get us hype bro mm-hmm. love no can I say that? I said Tatiana. I'm saying Thotties. You love no Thotties. I, I it's think it's okay. It's, it, we're going to have to X about that, but I, I did say Tatiana. I mean, it's, a, it's an acronym. We're not saying the actual word. That is true. That, uh, we, that is an acronym. We can finesse that one. We can finesse that. We can finesse that one. Look, love no Thotties, bro. That was, that was a squat song, bro. That's how, that's how you knew you had to get in. You had to dig in and pull out your inner savage. Like, we wasn't doing that to... Uh, like, well, folks, like, what else is back there? It wasn't cheap. We wasn't doing that to Just Hold On, bro. Like, we, yeah. we wasn't doing that to Tuscan Leather. <laughs> <laughs> like, can you just imagine bench pressing? Time for a Tuscan Leather. Like, come on, 
like, oh, you failed the first step. You, exactly, you might even get like, the bar up. Come on now, bro. <laughs> but you can, yo, you can go with the, you can go with the beat mm. to a hot cheeky song, or not just a, a hype song. Mm. But that's because it's more. Let's go into music there a little bit. And I could be wrong. Uh, I'm not a music there. I know one of the people that I share this with, and he listens to it, and he kind of gives me some talk, talk uh, comments. He is a music theory, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's actually the white boy who who raps. So shout out to my boy Clayton. Shout out Clayton. <laughs> shout out Clayton, boy. Like, check out SoundCloud. Check, check out his SoundCloud, man. I'm telling you, he's fire. Yo, give him give him the plug. Give him SoundCloud yeah, plug. I don't know SoundCloud. I just know he, Clayton O'Hara on SoundCloud. <laughs> I don't know the link. I just know that's his name, like Clayton O'Hara, and it's like like O apostrophe H A R A. That's check your homework. That's your homework for the week. <laughs> hey, check him out. Check him out. But he was, we, we was, we was talking about it, and music that's more, you know, I, I don't remember the word that he used, but I'm just gonna say aggressive. You know, that, that's more hype. You know, it's more pronounced. You know, the the um, the the time, the time. Mm-hmm. You know, the the one, the beats, so one, two, three, four. It's more pronounced because of that. You can feel it a little bit more. You kind of get into it. You can still do that with like you know softer songs, and it's a little bit easier when it's classical because when it's classical, it's also more pronounced. Mm-hmm. But when you have something like, um, you know, Tuscan leather, or when you have uh, 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 more life, you have that. It's not as pronounced. Mm-hmm. You have to kind of, you kind of got just feel it out, and you can, but it's not, it's not, it's not as easy as you know the jagged movement that you get. From something that's just height, so that's why when you lift your when you lift weights when it's height, you can easily go with it because you, you're just doing a jagged movement with the music. Mm-hmm. But whether it's when it's soft, it's not it's not jagged; it's smoother. It's you gotta, and that's a that little bit of music theory, and I'm pretty sure that's accurate. But like I said, like my boy my boy Clayton gonna be in the comment section. Anchor don't got comments. <laughs> Yo, he gonna leave a he gonna leave a voice a video comment or a, vi- a voice comment telling me if I'm right or wrong if I remember correctly. <laughs> let him know. Let him know. But I, and I think like the best artists, like you look at like Kendrick Lamar, like he combines lyricism with hype beats, like look at yeah, Money Trees, like Money Trees. You don't kill my vibe. You can't, we can't say the actual word. We, I know, I know, we can't say that. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm about to say, wait, what did you say? B don't, B don't kill my vibe. It doesn't sound as good, but I hey, mean, we, we, man, we, you could just say please, please don't kill my vibe. Please don't kill better. my vibe. That works better that, than that's that. The, that's the that's the radio safe version. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it is actually, isn't it? Is it? Please don't kill my vibe. That just, please don't it just kill sounds my vibe. better. Please don't kill my vibe. <laughs> wait, can we say the title of his album? What? You know what I? You know what I'm talking about? What good kid, Mad City? No, no. <laughs> Yo, okay, we have to study these rules. <laughs> I think, I think, damn's okay. I think that's okay because you can say that on the radio. Yeah, you can. But I was like, can you do that on the podcast? I feel like on a podcast you should have more freedom. I feel like you can, but I don't. I don't know the. I don't know. <laughs> the, we don't know the language restrictions yet on this. <laughs> All right, cool, cool. So, but look, look. I was gonna say mo- most of damn was slow, but because of how Kendrick kind of portrays it. You can still kind of get with it. The only ones I would say you can't really do is, um, what's it called? God and uh, Blood. I think that, that, I think Blood is the intro, right? Mm-hmm. The intro, yeah, Blood. And then uh, God. Those are just a little bit too slow. His delivery is a little bit too slow for it. But even but, on stuff that's slow, like Fear, his deliver, the way he delivers it, and there's actually a little bit of beat switch up on it, makes it work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think the beat switches. I think that's what he does like the best is like switching up the beats. I think he does it the best in hip hop today. Would you put Kendrick in your top five now? 
Because I, I wasn't even thinking about it. I wasn't really thinking about Kendrick. I'm trying to think. Like, who has he influenced? I mean, I feel like TDE has been the best label for the past couple years in hip-hop. Just because all the artists that they have on it. So I guess you could, you could put him up there for that. But I don't know if I if I can put him in my top five or not. I'm trying to think, who would I take out? You maybe I mean? maybe Soldier, but I don't know. But see, I, look, I, if this is a month ago, Soldier wouldn't even be considered here. But after he went to the rest of the he did drop his facts. And you can't argue with what he said. Well, besides the gaming console. But <laughs> you can't argue with what he said and what he gave to hip-hop. Mm-hmm. You, ha- you almost have to. It's like you almost you almost got to just acknowledge the fact that he put people on on, on, on the internet game. Mm-hmm. So I feel like you can't take him out, bro. Like, he got to stay. Maybe from, like, a purely musical standpoint, you can you can take him out and then put in Kendrick in. But as you said, like he has, he has the influence, the um, the viral marketing, like he has all that. So that's what keeps him in the top five influential rappers. Because it's not just about music with him; it's about his business sense. Yeah, man, it's a it's a crazy game. But again, we just gave another rapper, and he wasn't Kid Cudi. Yeah, Kid, I'm sorry, Kid Cudi. I I I don't I want these Kid Cudi stands coming at us in the comments. Like, no, let them come. Please let them come. I I want to know. <laughs> look, 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 if if you think my pain is wrong, that is perfectly fine. At the end of the day, it's just a piece of my mind. That, that's what this is. It's a piece of our minds, guys. So if you think I am wrong, let me know. But you better be prepared to back that up. I want to know because we're going to debate. <laughs> we're going to have a a nice. Four star discussion on why Kid Cudi deserves to be the number one, not just in the top five, the number one. What? And um, do you think Kid Cudi's last album was good? Because I've I've seen, I've talked to a couple different people and they've been mixed on that. Bro, what was it called? Was it was that was it called the, Baptized in Fire? Cause I, if that's the case, it, I remember that song. It, it was the one produced by Ye. In the, oh in no, the, that one, Kid C Ghost, whatever. Yeah, Kid C Ghost. Nah, that was that was that was that was, that was okay. I feel like that's been Kid Cudi for the past, like, 10, ten years. It's been just okay. Uh, he had that one album that was amazing. It's a classic. But I feel like ever since then, he, he's struggled no, to recapture that. because whatever album Baptizing Fire is on, that was a pretty solid album. Mm-hmm. I, I just can't think of what it's called <laughs> or almost any other song with it. But I do remember listening to it. It's on my playlist, uh, on my Spotify playlist I listen to, you know, almost daily. Mm-hmm. So, I, yo, it's, it's a good album. It's just kids see goes. It's, it's not that. It's not that great. It, yeah, it didn't hit for me. I don't know. I feel like, like I, my favorite. I, I think we've talked about this before. Like my favorite of of the Wyoming albums was <laughs> was Pusha T. Yeah. And I think maybe number two was Tiana Taylor's because I thought that was really well done. Even though apparently she didn't like some of the production choices that Kanye made on. On her album. I, I did hear about that, but you know what? It's Kanye, so what you gonna do? Yeah. But at the same time, girl, you are the artist. I think a lot of times uh, artists don't either they know or they or they don't know. They know too much, I'll say, or they don't know that they have these this power. Mm-hmm. And that at the end of the day, you are the artist. You know, you have a lot more power than you think you do because you produce the art that they're actually selling. And. He was actually he was also late with like getting the album out there. No, he he missed the, he missed the release date, so I can see why she'd be she'd be mad because I feel like she should be she should be more prominent in, in hip hop and R B than she is because she she is a triple a legitimate triple threat like she can sing she can dance she can act like 
she can do like a bunch of different things and like she's not really highlighted as much no she's i mean the, you gotta keep in mind the first time that i heard about it was uh as a feature on a vince staples album what was it um H-E double hockey six can wait. What <laughs> 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 I, uh, I can't remember the song it was, but I heard I heard I was like, yo, she, this, this voice is bad. She mm-hmm. out here killing this. It, I think the first time, like I, I didn't I didn't even hear her sing at first. The first time I saw I saw her in the fade video. That was the first <laughs> time I saw her in the fade video. I was like, who is that? And then I and then I was like, oh, she's a singer. Like I didn't I didn't even know that before. And she's been in the game for like ten years. She grotted it out. But at the same time, you have to understand that there are some artists that uh, they do realize that they have all the power and then they let that go to their heads and they end up producing very, very mediocre content or they don't go out and get the help that they need. Mm-hmm. I would say, honestly, honestly, God, right now, off the top of my head, that's just, if you give me some more time, I can probably think of some more. Off the top of my head, Chance the Rapper is one of the only people that knows that he got the juice and does not let it go to a sense of the Mm-hmm. That does, like, Cause he'll still go out and get some label help if you, you know, whatever. But at the same time, he doesn't get tied down by certain labels. I'll say, you know what, this is what I want. You're not gonna change what I want. Like, yo, I said these songs are free. They're still free. Like, we not, we not gonna do business if that's the case. So I appreciate. You gotta appreciate that. Yeah, I but appreciate that. I can't think of another person, <laughs> but I can think of some other people that let that go. That go towards. They, they I head. think. I think J Cole. He he's he's largely like independent with like he he produces most of his own beats. But I think. Sometimes I can hold him back a little bit because I feel like he, he, he needs help. he needs a diverse beat selection exactly. sometimes. He knows who he is and he's like, you know, I'm, I'm cool, bro. It's, I'm me. I'm, I'm in a category from one of the great, the goats. Mm-hmm. And so that, that's he doesn't go get help. But interestingly enough, like you saw, you saw, like how he's been working with like a bunch of different producers over the past couple of weeks. Uh-huh. So I'm interested to see how that turns out. If he if he's working on an album, like how that project turns out with different producers, because I feel like. I, I don't I don't get the in, intense cold hate that people have. Yeah, I feel bro, like, I feel like that's just a meme, honestly. I feel like people just jumped on that meme, and then because I understand if he's not your cup of tea, but to say Cole's a bad rapper is I, I think it just disqualifies you from like talking about like hip hop. You think he's a bad rapper because he, he he's not. He might not be like your you not be like what you're into, but you can't say he's a bad rapper. Exactly, man. Like, you can't sit here and say that someone who, you know, and I'm, I'm, I hate to be that guy that brings this back up all the time, right? Mm-hmm. But my man was, was double platinum with no features, bro. <laughs> you, you can't sit here and say that he's a bad rapper. When he, even on a lot of his songs, when he meant to tell stories that correlate, that are relevant, that are timely. I think, when we just talking about this yesterday with media? Yeah. <laughs> that he matches, the, oh, when we was on New Show Format, y'all, New come check format. us out, uh, Thursdays, 6, six, six seven. to 7. <laughs> shameless plug, bro, shameless plug, <laughs> shameless plug. But he manages to, we were talking, let me let me go back, let me back and track a little bit. So yesterday, we was actually talking about Marvel Comics and X-Men, and how uh, the X-Men, when it came out, in a time when it was, when it was timely and relevant to society. If you don't know why... <laughs> Just go look up when X Men came out. <laughs> mm-hmm. Now, to to put it to it this way, J Cole's let's just say for example, King of Drugs album, mm-hmm. KOD, that was timely and that was relevant. It was following the deaths of Mac Miller. No, I no, think it, it was following this Mac. Yeah, it, it, it preluded it preluded to Mac Miller, but it was close. It's close to it. Still timely. It was following the deaths of Lil P. X. X. Well, X didn't die from the, but he died from violence. But yeah, that was still yeah. that was still addressed in the album. But I'm mm-hmm. strictly going for drugs right now. 
it uh was it had followed the overdose of Selena Gomez. Demi Lovato. Demi Lovato. That's her name. That's Selena Gomez. I don't know. I don't know my Disney Channel stars, bro. I don't know. But I do know that was a famous Disney Channel. Goddamn. God darn it. A famous Disney Channel star who overdosed. Point is, it was following all of these events. It was very very relevant so you cannot say say when someone crafts a good enough story that gives you the message that is not only timely and relevant to today's society that it's bad that's it's good media you just don't like it because you you want to hear your your wretchedness i feel you open your horizons expand them see more learn more because if you actually accept i don't want to say accept but if you actually just open your mind to new things you get, might get surprised because you actually might like it. You might learn something. You might feel a different way. So it's what you're saying is to open a piece of your mind. <laughs> <laughs> you already know, boy. <laughs> that, that was my Suicide Squad moment. Are you saying this is a Suicide Squad? <laughs> oh, it's not, no, that's the tightest episode. I'm going to text Sam as soon as we get done this, bro. <laughs> episode name, open a piece of your mind. <laughs> open a piece of your mind. It's perfect. perfect. Oh, yo. That's what, that's what it's hard. It's hard. And, and I think this is my last thought, but imagine your greatest accomplishment just being memed and mocked. <laughs> like, he went double platinum, no features, and he can't say that seriously now. Like, that's, it's, people turn into a joke. Like, that, he pro- he's probably over it by now. Exactly. But, like, but when that first happened, he, he probably had to be, like, punching air or something. I'd be hit. I, I will be too, man. Like, yo. That's like you're selling, like, you know, shouts out to me, because, you know, we we, gonna put, we have to publish that book, bro. So I'm just saying, mm-hmm. if y'all want to go support this book when it come out and get it to Times Square, uh, to, uh, just Times Square. <laughs> New York Times. I don't, just, I don't even deserve it no more. <laughs> I'll just say, <laughs> New York Times bestseller. Like, if you get me to a New York Times bestseller, mm-hmm. and then y'all meet me, I'd be a little bit upset about that, bro. Like, mm-hmm. at the end of the day, I'm still a New York Times bestseller, so how mad can I really be? That's true. But it's like you're taking my accomplishment, and you're diminishing the value of it. Mm-hmm. And that's just, we got to lift each other up, bro. I mean, end of the day, we got to lift each other up. But I'm also here for the jokes, too. But lift each other up at the same time. Yeah, bro, you can make a joke <laughs> out, out of love, man. You can, yeah. you can do that. You can make a joke out of love. Like, yo, hold up. The entire last week, not entire last week, mm-hmm. but Thursday of last week, I was roasting the shit out of you. Yeah, it's but true. It was a joke. Yeah, bro. it was that love. It's it's jokes. Yeah. Like you know, I'm you know, I'm not serious. Yeah, he's not it. serious. Like, <laughs> you also have to keep that in mind. Like relationships, the people that you're roasting, they, that they matters. matters. That, that, that is matters. the most important that thing. Matters. <laughs> Be careful who you're talking to. <laughs> yeah, like, you can't just go up to some random person and roast them and not expect them to come back with you. Dude, don't do that to Mike Tyson. Like, what you can say to me, you cannot say to Mike Tyson. Let's make that. Let's keep that fair. I know. Perfectly uh, clear. Before we, you know, before we actually do, I want to like just have this little discussion. Actually, not relating to music at all. Something that my dad used to say. Right. He used to tell me when I was young, I can't get mad at how someone reacts to something I did. Mm-hmm. And even if what I did was positive, or uh, let's just let's say I, I did something I, that I thought was a good intention, I thought was good, and someone gets mad at that. I can't get mad because their experiences that may have led them to believe a certain thing. That, so let's just say, you know what? Uh, this is the most extreme case I can think of off the top of my head. So just for fire for some off the wall ish. <laughs> so say, look, look, I tap some, I see someone drop their wallet. 
I tapped them on that show. Hey, man, I'm trying to get the attention I can. So I just tapped on that show. Hey, man, he pulled up their wallet. They turn around and shoot me. Oh, my God. Can't get mad at that. Because from their experience, it, it could be something negative. Like, they could have, they could be, um... A survivor from us, from a, you know, they got tapped on his shoulder. Like you know how Charlamagne said that if he got tapped on the shoulder, like, hey yo, man, I get a beat, and they jumped him. Mm-hmm. That might have happened to him, and he was scared, so he was like, oh no, it's not happening to me today. Can't get mad at that. Now he never I, gave me that example. I feel but. like I feel like there's some gray area in between that. <laughs> I feel like I feel like you can, you can be understanding of why, but I feel like if somebody turns around and shoots you when you tap on the shoulder to give them their wallet. I feel like you, you have some room to be mad. You but, have that's, the right but that's to be the angry. understanding. Okay, so the saying for itself is that you can't be mad. But the the under the uh, the, the meaning behind it, the understanding of it is that there has to be a level of understanding that everybody yeah. goes through their own walk of life. Um, so you kind of have to have some form of understanding. And to quite be quite honest, I don't remember where I was going with this. I remember I had a tie-in. It was about roasting people. We talked about roasting yes, people. Yes, yes, there we go. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Mm-hmm. So look. Oh, I appreciate you right now. <laughs> so look, if you're roasting somebody, and later on, years later they turn out to be someone that's like someone important, someone that you know you might need to uh, network with, connect with, etc. Mm-hmm. You can't get mad if they just hang you out the job, bro. Yeah, you kind of butter yourself. Yeah, really, how you treat people matters. Like any any facet of life, like. Elementary school, middle school, high school, people remember these things. Yes, they will. They stick with them. They, they remember how you treated them. So you can't get mad if somebody that you treated poorly doesn't help you out later in life. Like, they're not obligated to. And, like, why would they? And no one's obligated to do anything for you. The only, another saying from my father, the only thing in this world I have to do is stay black and die. <laughs> <laughs> No one is obligated to really do anything. Mm-hmm. You have to have the kind of want to do it. And if you aren't so nice, then why should they want to do it for you? I don't know. Food for thought, bro. Food that's some food for thought. thought. And I think that's I think that's a good note to, to end this episode on, yeah, honestly. I think it is, too, man. I think it is, too. You know, we gave him a little piece for that mind to the... <laughs> I'm trying, bro. I'm trying. There you go. I'm trying, you know you what I mean? You got the tie-in. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Before we do go, you know we got to do our songs of the week. Mm-hmm. What you got for me? Ooh, who do I have for song of the week? I've, I've been listening to 21 Savage's album a lot lately. And coincidentally, a lot has been my favorite song off that album. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. That show's hot. That's yeah. that's hot. That I can't good. say a lot of you. You know what I mean? I can't say a lot of you. But yeah, and like once again, speaking to Cole having uh, a different producer, like his verse is fire on that on that album. I mean on that song. Like like him shouting out Markel, like and him even like saying that he he's understanding of of six nine. Yeah. A lot of people like I think people like thought he was that's supporting him. Never mind. Right, we we run out of time, but that's yeah. I have a six thousand story that we gotta talk about next week. We have to okay. talk about next week. I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what. Go ahead. But yeah, like some people thought that he was supporting six nine, but I feel like it was just him saying like he understands how he feels, knowing that he threw his life away. He had he had all this form of uh, fortune and fame awaiting him, mm-hmm. and now he 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 fumbled it basically, and now the only thing like in his immediate future is prison. Like he under he feels for him in that in that sense. I feel like. I feel like empathetic people could feel for him, like even even with some of the awful things that Six Nine's accused of. 
like some people can put themselves in that position and be like, oh man, like you messed up your entire life. Yeah, man. Yeah, I mean, it's a it's a it's a shame again what happened to him, but did it to himself. Yeah, he did. He did do it to himself. Um, let's see. For my song of the week, you are know today it's it's very timely and relative, so I gotta let you know that today, as the day we were recording this, is February first, two thousand nineteen. That means it is a few days off of my birthday, January thirtieth, and that means it was a few days off of Kingdom Hearts three dropping. <laughs> so you already know I got a shout out to both songs by Utada in that game. Face My Fears, a straight banger, which is the opening and the ending song. You know, I beat the game last night. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Uh, 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 what's it called? Don't Think Twice. In context of both of those songs, they're good on their own, but in context of the scenes in which you're supposed to be watching them, mm-hmm. so in the opening does get you ready for the adventure that you're going to go on, and during the ending, you know, you really do feel um, the emotions that Square was trying to invoke with that. Mm-hmm. So definitely shouts out to her. She always does a good job during the video game uh, uh, openings that she does, but this is the first time that I think, I believe Face My Fears was actually on the Top 100 or the Billboard Top 100, and it's her first time doing this since she's been making these video game songs for since, you know, Kingdom Hearts came out. Mm-hmm. So definitely shouts out to her, and, uh, you know, more success to you, man. More success. Congrats. And, and is that it? That's all I got, man. That's all I got. So you already know, thank you guys for coming out and checking out the show on Anchor. Make sure you share this with your friends, because, yo, we need to get our viewers yeah, up, for get, real. Our right, listeners are listening, yo, support you know us, please. Thank you. Know, we try and get, like, look, look, look. We, get, we get an award, and we get the best, uh, the highest numbers of listeners at the end of the month. We try and get that award, son. What you mean? Mm-hmm. So make sure you share this with your friends. Appreciate it. Helps us out tremendously. But that's all we really got to say. So, this will be your boys, the Black X's. Chad G. And we are gone.